Welcome back to Judgment, the ultimate movie ranking podcast. This is Andrew, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts for the night. Jill, how are you? I'm doing great, Andrew. Hey, Jill. Happy to be here. I'm so happy you are here. And then, of course, there's Blaine. Blaine, how's it going? I'm doing fantastic on this Father's Day. Oh, what a great day it is. Oh, the day of fathers. <laughs> the day of dads. Day Happy of Happy Father's Day, Blaine. Well, thank you, guys. Let's not forget this is the day... Oh, happy Father's Day, Molly. Yes. But this yes. is also the day we all call our dads and hope this is the phone call where they'll finally say, I love you back. Um, <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. There's always next year mm. and Thanksgiving where they tell you how much they can't wait for Donald Trump to run again. Oh. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm just getting my dad's dead. Um, <laughs> God. Anyway, so yes, we're here again for our holiday of horrors. Today we're celebrating Father's Day. Father's Day. Yeah, and we have a movie for all of you guys to talk about. Couldn't think of a better way to celebrate this holiday of dads than 1987's The Stepfather. And uh, gotta give a shout out to all those stepdads out there. Especially after this movie comes out, came out, it couldn't have been easy. <laughs> Doing Ooh. the work you didn't have to do. Oh, how sweet, Jill. That's nice. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> to all you stepdads, congrats. Uh, yeah. We should have watched Radio Wire right after this. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good chaser for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Double feature. Stepfather and Radio Flyer. <laughs> Uh, that's a real uplifting one. Oh, man. <laughs> it's not traumatizing at all. Uh, yeah, we should probably mention Corey's not here today. Oddly enough, he went to go see his stepfather tonight. Oh, yeah. I hope everything's okay. Love <laughs> Loves him. <laughs> yeah. As much as his mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, step the stepfather. Yep. 1987. <laughs> We're continuing our holiday of horrors for the year. Mm-hmm. The ones that we have done. Not hitting them all. Can't. Can't, Can't do hit it. hit them all. No. no. But, Andrew, you suggested this one. Yes. They did a remake in, what, 2009 of they this did. very movie. There's a mm. couple of sequels I saw as we were looking for it. Yes, uh, they did. I believe Stepfather, the Stepfather 3 is titled Father's Day. Is it? So, in uh, two years from now, we'll really hit a home run on Father's Day. All right. Next we'll year. We'll hit a what? Home run. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Not a homer run. Home run. Oh, I don't get you guys it. get that one. I don't get any of these jokes, so no? it's cool. Yeah. Sports ball. Homer run. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Bart Simpson probably did at least once. Um, <laughs> well, that's been the podcast. Oh, We've got to go. Good night, <laughs> that's guys. all fathers get. Yep. <laughs> got to go, guys. You know, we could have really laid this with dad jokes the whole time, but... I think we do that no matter what day it is. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah, who cares? It's not too late. We did. We're about five minutes into the podcast. Yes. So. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. Can't. Can't Jill, I'm not going backward. <laughs> we can only go forward. Uh, so All yeah. Right, start over in three, two, yeah. one. Father's Day. Father's Day. <laughs> Shoeing. Does anyone have any dad jokes? Uh, yeah, Blaine. <laughs> I am a dad. You're the resident father. I'll think mm-hmm. of them. I'll think of them. Now, I am a daddy. 
if that helps anybody. <laughs> hey. Zaddy, oh. maybe. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. That's why I'm always broke. Oh, Someone's got to pay all these twinks off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pay them off. Yeah, I don't know why uh, I'm paying them off. The, uh... <laughs> what did you do to them? <laughs> anyway, happy Father's Day, everybody. <laughs> It was so bad, I gotta pay him hush money. Oh no. Keep it quiet, Twink. <laughs> I'm not gay, remember that. It's just a joke. I'm running for political office. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so yeah, we're gonna celebrate Father's Day with a little stepfather. How about that? I, you know what? It was a decent time at the movies. Uh, you know what? It was a decent time in the movies. Give me some facts. All right, so let's do a quick little overview, why don't we? All right. All right, so The Stepfather, released in 1987, is the story. Boy, IMDb did not make that a seamless transition. So The Stepfather, (laughs) here's the overview. After murdering an entire family, a man marries a widow with a teenage daughter in another town and prepares to do it all over again. Mm. Mm. Hey, you know, that one's pretty good. That one's pretty good. Sums this movie up, right? Right up. Basically. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so dealing with stepfathers. Now, we all, all three of us have stepfathers, either through divorce or death. Um, Does the story remind anybody of their personal experience? <laughs> it does remind me that time my whole family got murdered. That was weird, Jill. Like, we don't bring it up much. That was weird. Yeah. It was. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Doesn't sound like this movie at all. Quite a departure, I would say. Yeah. Well, some more than others. Yeah. Well, as we all know, my dad died at Christmas time when he was coming down the chimney. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no one asked you. <laughs> oh, no, thanks oh, for bringing it up. No problem. Any excuse to bring that up. I mean, that's mm-hmm. when I knew there was no Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bunch of people slitting their wrists all around the world. That was the only clue that I ever had. Yeah. <laughs> when my dad killed Got killed in our chimney. Yeah, my uncle mm. never knew. Never knew him. Never knew him. No, your dad is my uncle. Yep. Didn't know he died what? in a chimney until just now. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying you never met him. I was just yes ending everything. I was like, yeah, he didn't. <laughs> Refer back to earlier. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Stepfather today, and uh, I'm glad we didn't have any experiences like this one. Um, here's a little mind bender of a story. Uh, the writer of this movie uh, saw a, like a, I want to say an Unsolved Mysteries or like an American Most Wanted, where uh, he based the story off of, of a man, killed his entire family, moved to a different state, and started a brand new family. So, that's where the idea of this comes from. It's based on a true story, technically. So. I mean, watching it didn't seem super far-fetched because it this is men jill <laughs> whoa <laughs> it's father's day <laughs> again we gotta bring it this is the day to bring it up this is men <laughs> this is men this is some men i mean for yeah. sure yeah i mean and Following in the footsteps of all straight, older white men. Um, I don't get my way. I'm just going to kill and start over again. There you go. There it is. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yep. Oh, this isn't turning out good for me. <laughs> well, we'll just try it again. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, let's start off with some thumbs, guys. Uh, Blaine, 
What are you giving the stepfather from 1987? Oh, that's tough. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to give it one thumb up. Cool. I like that. You know? Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Okay. I love how short it was. Uh, hey. <laughs> Mr. Terry O'Quinn, who plays the titular stepfather, stepfather mm-hmm. was, was great. I got nothing bad to say about him. I gotta tell it you. moved quick. You know what? One thumb. Yeah. Up. <laughs> okay. Jill, what about you? I'm also going to give this one thumb up. Love it. Okay. I feel like if I could get it, give it like a half thumb up, I would. But we're we don't want to get into halvesies, and I'm not going to give it a down. So right. Yeah. It's definitely a half thumber. <laughs> if that was a thing. Well, since it's not something about, something about the way you say it. Just a half thumber. <laughs> half thumber. It doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't it feel inappropriate? There it is. There's the dad joke. There it is. is. I've been trying for the life of me. That's why I've been so quiet to make a dad joke for the last ten minutes. And well, you gotta go, you gotta go to the source. So yeah. here we are. Here I'm we a are. Mom. Yep. Can't do it. Can't well, make a dad joke. That happens. What about you, Andrew? How do you feel? Oh, I absolutely hate this movie. Um, no, I'm kidding. It's a one thumb up for me. I think it's a fun movie. I mean, it's not fun, but it's... <laughs> it's. Uh, you think it's fun? Fun's not the word. No, Let's I'm dive gonna... into that, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> I love when I men... I will say, there is a uh, child carcass displayed on screen within the first 45 seconds of the movie. It's... I gotta tell you, that first scene is a little jarring. It, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a doozy. Yeah. Um, but yes, I've seen this movie before. I uh, I find it genuinely creepy, and uh, you mentioned the sequels afterward. Right. Not good. <laughs> Terry O'Quinn comes back for the second one. It stars... Uh, How? Question mark? <laughs> I'm glad you asked that question. Alert. I asked you if that was him. I was like, is it? I guess it's... On the cover? I will say he's How a chameleon. He... He's great at chameleon work. I'll give him that. He looks does totally look. different. Three different times in this movie. He does. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, the second one, Terry O'Quinn actually comes back alive. Uh, apparently he was rescued, even though the end of this movie gives no indication of that. And he, it just doesn't work at all. Kind of sucks. It does star a good friend of mine and Blaine's, uh, Barry Weary from Sidekicks. Oh. He's the new kid in the new one. Uh, and then part three, Terry O'Quinn's it. Fuck it, I don't even want sequel money. I'm not doing this shit again. And they bring in another actor, and the premise is uh, this Jerry gets plastic surgery this time. Oh. And that's how they that's sneak how that different. new actor in. Mm-hmm. Smart. Good idea. Uh, yeah. Smart. But they're they're not good at all. They're not no, good that's at all. not surprising. Yeah. Because this one was meh. Yeah. This, I mean, for what it is, it's fine. Right. It's a huge cult uh, classic kind of movie. People find it later on. It's probably definitely a video store rental for me, at least, and a lot of people. Wow, old. I know. <laughs> a what? <laughs> a, a, a video cool? store. No, you mean a you. stream? No. I listen to Billie Eilish. Um, <laughs> nice I don't know what she, why she had to get hurt in all of this. But <laughs> <laughs> Young bitch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Father's Day. You were that was a line from the movie. Um, <laughs> right. Blaine doesn't throw out B words like that. No, um, I love Billy Eilish. Yeah. Um. Anywho, 
Um, so yeah, maybe we should get started on yeah, this Yeah, let's shit. just run through it. It's a quick movie? Quick breakdown? God, should we text Corey and see what he thought about the movie? Uh, no. Alright, fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> again, Corey's with his stepfather tonight, so we hope everything's okay. He was doing some investigating on that murder that happened a few towns over, so we'll see how it goes. Interesting. I know. Only time will tell. <laughs> this is true. So we begin with uh, Terry O'Quinn, who is playing our main character. We see him in the mirror of a bathroom, fully bearded, uh, full head of hair. Looking scraggly. Looking he rough. a lot like, do you remember those magnetic toys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magnetic like, hair, whatever his name was. <laughs> Yeah, Wooly, uh, Wally, Wally Wooly or something, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. God damn it, that is a good pull. He does look exactly. <laughs> he like looks that. just like that. <laughs> he yes. does. Just a scraggly beard. If you guys have ever been mm-hmm. to a Cracker Barrel and gotten a toy from there, <laughs> you've probably seen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even like saying the name. Of Wooly Wooly. I don't either. I don't <laughs> get it. You guys, it's just a barrel of crackers. I yeah. gross. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't seem like the most stable form of transportation for a cracker. <laughs> yeah, what do you use that barrel over there for? To store all of our crackers. That's where our crackers go. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> no crackers for me. Um, <laughs> they have the best chocolate milk, though. Wow. Of all the things I've... That been... seems just like a nostalgia memory from <laughs> Power Ranger Land. Oh, man. <laughs> I, until this second, did not know they served chocolate milk. I could so. not tell you the last time I stepped foot into a Cracker Barrel, but I, I know I had chocolate milk and pancakes the last time I did. Chocolate milk and pancakes. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. And see, what the audience doesn't know about Jill is that could have been 20 years ago or last week. So <laughs> <laughs> her diet has not changed that much. <laughs> Neither has my memory. Her yeah. memory's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. So... So yeah, Cracker Terry, Barrel aside, yeah, Cracker Barrel <laughs> so, aside. So Harry, Harry Terry O'Quinn, <laughs> yes, is yep. uh, shaving. No, no, he's just uh, he's covered in blood, right? So we know something good did not occur. Uh, so he gets naked. We get a little side dick on. Terry oh yeah, O'Quinn. we do. We yeah. get like a whole on. Yeah, in the mirror. Couldn't believe that. By the way, I feel okay with it. There needs to be more dicks in movies. Agreed. Yeah, yeah it needs to be f- even. I agree. Blaine was yeah. like, look at that ass. And I was like, well, look at that dick. Look at that I was looking at dick. bare ass. I was neglecting the mirror. I didn't see it. Yeah, I was all up in the mirror. I said, what do we got oh, here, Excuse Terry? me. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Pause. <laughs> 45 minutes later, wrist is in the I mean, enhance, that was Blaine enhance. later in the movie. So, yeah, I right? Have a lot of problems with what's happening later in the movie. Um, I <laughs> did not, but we'll talk about <laughs> but it. But we'll talk about it. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, Terry O'Quinn, um, in case anybody doesn't know, by the way, he was uh, Locke and Lost. Locke and Lost. Locke and Lost. Locke and Loaded. Um, a show which started off so high and ends so low. So, As most of them do. You know. If you've never seen Lost, it there are a lot of peaks and valleys in it, but truly that last season is sub-earth low it's just terrible anyway so he gets out of the shower he begins cutting his own hair and shaving and looks great clean him up dude clean up nice he does 
He throws in some contacts, puts on a nice little suit. And again, just to really paint the picture of what a weirdo we're about to deal with. He even takes the time to put that toy back in the toy box. Cleans up. Cleans mm-hmm. up the toy chest. He also disposes of all his bloody clothes into a suitcase. And then he goes downstairs and we see an absolute carnage of a murder scene. With just, just shit strewn about. Bodies laying like... <laughs> bodies everywhere. Everywhere. There was clearly a tussle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quite. I mean... I give it to the production design. I love the bloody handprints all over the wall. That's great. Um, and then he hangs up the phone because he's a nice guy. <laughs> hangs up the phone. Now, when we leave, we see the body of a dead child. Just to let you know. Yikes. Yeah, wow. Don't worry. He killed everybody. Yeah, he made sure everybody's dead. And, of course, it also flashes over all the family pictures so you know all who got murdered here. Uh I will say this. What I do like about this movie is I'm glad they get this out of this out of the way. I want to say in that 2009 remake, which nobody should see, uh, I think there's more of a like, is he or isn't he about it? I like in this movie that they're just like, here's the stakes right up yeah. front. When's he going to do it again? Yeah. we The ticking clock is when he's going to go crazy again. Right. And like, there's no questions about it. This guy's a fucking loon, and we're just waiting for him to explode. I do like that a lot about this movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then he just exits, grabs the newspaper, and starts singing uh, or whistling Camp Town Races. Camp Town Races. Yeah. Why Camp Town Races? <laughs> Why do y'all know the name of that whistle tune? <laughs> How, How do you not? Come on, Camp Town Races. Sing the Didn't song. Didn't you ever watch Looney Tunes? Doodah. Doodah. I, I didn't know that was the name of the, the song. Well, welcome to the party, friends. There's, there's I, I, words to I it. I recognize the tune. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't have been able to tell you the name. Oh. Well, you never watched well, any tunes, uh, like Jill said. The chicken sings it. He does sing it. What? Uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Like yes, thank you. Sings it. Anyway, um, <laughs> I will say in this first scene, I don't know if the stunt driver was just not in... <laughs> Tune, or if Terry O'Quinn was moving too slow, but this car comes very close to running yeah. Terry O'Quinn over. I, my, I was like, this was almost a very short movie. Yeah. <laughs> I about shit. I had to rewind it. I was like, Jesus Christ, this stunt guy's not fucking around. Well, he, instant karma. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I don't think he might have been upset if he had died. No. But, I mean, this guy does a 40 right through the middle of the scene, and it's just like, okay. Stepped outside and immediately got hit by the bus from speed. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. But at this point, uh, now we don't really know this guy's name. No. So he gets on a ferry, which I gotta say, for our holiday of horrors, there's been two ferry rides so far. Yeah, pretty wild. Um, I've never lived anywhere where you needed the ferry, or yeah. I've never had to use a fairy, so it's interesting. Form Other than for sexual reasons. Did you say for sexual reasons? <laughs> <laughs> Are people fucking on the fairies? No, fairies. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I know. It's Sorry. fine. It's Father's Day. It, yeah. Gotta, I guess I gotta let it go. Because <laughs> it's Father's Day. It's fine. Blaine's Day. It's, yeah. It's Father's Day. I understand. And if anybody doesn't know, Blaine's the kind of it's my birthday month type of person. So. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, one day's not enough. Uh, the amount of adults in their 30s that 
celebrate their birthday month is that's kind of exhausting it's troubling <laughs> there's a form of narcissism that hasn't been discovered yet and that's it anyway so on the ferry um <laughs> uh terry o'quinn throws over the uh suitcase with all the bloody clothes and he gets to start a new a new life a new life yeah and we cut to one year later where we see a teenage girl on a bicycle coming down the road. A whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. And so <laughs> she arrives at home, and I don't know about you guys, but raking leaves to me is a mental exhaustion that I can't even contemplate. But when they start just throwing the leaves, I'm like, Jesus Christ. I was like, you My... just don't only thought whenever I see people jumping into leaves or throwing them is just spiders. 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 Thank you, Spiders. Agre- bugs. You're throwing general. spiders on mm-hmm. me. See, for me, it's, oh, there's going to be glass in there. I don't know why that's what why? I was always told. <laughs> I think because we know someone very close to us that has cut their hand wide open in leaves that involve glass. Right. Yeah. So it's, don't jump in the leaf <laughs> pile. That sounds like something the nanny would say. There was glass in there. There's glass in there. Yep. And I, again, that happened to one person very close to us, which she probably <laughs> said that because. <laughs> um, the other thing, you just raked all these leaves, Mom. You're just going to throw them about? I know. You want to redo your work? Well, you, what are we doing? You can tell this is rich white bitch problems because oh, yeah. she, she's just having a great time. All she had to do that day. Yeah. I'm just going to go rake the leaves. Uh, so, yeah, we meet. Uh, this is Stephanie. Stephanie's is the daughter. The, yeah. And the mother is Susan. Stephanie and Susan. Yeah. Stephanie looks like if Demi Moore and Shannon Doherty had a baby. That's a great pull, actually. Very spot on. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well done. Uh, I know one thing for sure. She looks nothing like the mother. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I know. She, by the way, we can talk about this off mic, Jill, but she sounds, I was telling Blaine earlier, I was watching the movie and I turned around to do something and she started, Stephanie started talking and I was like, holy shit, she sounds like someone we know. <laughs> like it blew my mind. Interesting. Yeah. So you can think about that till our break in I two can't hours. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> so don't forget. Uh, anyway, so we meet Stephanie and Susan, uh, mother and daughter, and they're playing in the leaves, getting spiders and glass all over them. And <laughs> then uh, someone pulls up in a car. And uh, oh shit, it's somebody named Jerry. Uh oh. And holy fuck, we see the murderer from the first part of the movie show up. And his name's Jerry Blake, again, played by Terry O'Quinn. And he has started a new fake life with Susan. And I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know. Are they married or are they just? No, they're married. They got married. They're married. Okay, so now I've got to update my timeline in my brain. So Susan's husband dies. Are you sure they're married? Well, I mean, it's stepfather. That's fair. I guess. And he's wearing a wedding ring. Oh, which well, is usually an indicator. Yeah, but okay. the, the whole stepfather premise That's even would be worse. It is worse, isn't it? God, because that means her husband dies. Within she meets in a year. She meets Jerry, gets married almost immediately, and then yeah, they've been dealing with this weirdness for over a year now. Interesting. It's been I'm, no, it's been less than a year since. Her husband died. So they meet, date six months, been married six months. That's that's in bonkers. I bananas mean, crazy. late eighties women 
can't be alone for an extended period of time. They have to have male support. That's true. We know this. That is true. Now, one thing we do have to say about Jerry, because in the first part of the movie, we don't hear him talk at all. We just hear him whistling. Now, Jerry is someone who... uh, There isn't a word that comes out of Jerry's mouth that is not a fucking red flag for... For sure. Yeah. He is a walking picture of psychosis. Every two seconds, he mentions family. Um, Within the first few minutes, we see... Like Vin Diesel. You know what? Vin Diesel's the new stepfather. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Yep. Family. What is it? Uh, Yeah, it's creepy. And it's that... Reagan era, like white dude mentality. That's kind of weird as well, <laughs> you know. Just the well, he's got to have family. Uh, you know, he's really soft spoken, which is would throw me off immediately. I don't know what you mean by it. They all just want the best for us. That's true, Andrew. Jill. You're right. What am I talking about? <laughs> they only want what's best for the family. <laughs> uh, yeah. Within a few minutes, Jerry brings. Uh, Stephanie, a new dog. And this is the cutest little fucking dog. I love those Toto dogs. That's a pretty cute little yeah. dog. That was a pretty cute little dog. Uh, brings her a new dog and spoils it all by being a fucking weirdo and said, that's my girl. Like, mm. ew. Mm, I don't like right. that at all. I don't think there's a worse phrase in the English language. Even if they were biological father and daughter, that's still weird. Mm-hmm. That's my girl. And it's just, yeah, he immediately gives off bad vibes. So I get it. I get every, everything Stephanie does in this movie is totally justified. I totally yeah, get it. Even everything. if we hadn't seen him murder his whole, or the aftermath, yep. he'd be coming off uh, not great. No. It, again, uh, I don't know what he said to swoo Susan to get into this relationship so fast, but Jesus, <laughs> it's bad. Anyway. Uh, swoo. Swoo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um. I can't remember the last time I've been swooed. Uh, <laughs> I know. I swooed you hard. <laughs> That's my girl. Oh, no. <laughs> Father's dead. Um, father knows best. Um, one of the other creepier lines in this movie. Um, so Made and, out of a house. Yep. I need to go throw myself in a wood chipper. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. Goddamn kid. <laughs> I I am not even fucking kidding you. Um, and this is gonna be a spoiler alert. Uh, in Stepfather Part Three, he gets thrown into a wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I guess they said we've got it in this. <laughs> oh man. Well, that movie's just a chip off the old block. You Father's Day. are killing it. Oh man. <laughs> You are killing it today. And I can't even edit these like I usually do. Um, I'm going to keep them all in. That's right. <laughs> it's fine. What can I say? Father stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at that point, we then meet. Is this where we jump to the brother of the slain family? Yeah, we're kind of just jumping around. No need to yell at me about it. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> just jumping around, Andrew. I know. Hey, uh, his name was uh, Jim. Yes. Jim Ogleville, the brother of Jerry's murdered previous wife. Previous wife. Thank you. Jim um, is hot. Jim is a looker. Jim is a real We're going to throw looker. that out there. Poor, poor guy's a uh, little bit of a numbskull, though. Mm, that, I, that's a really nice way of saying what's happening with Jim. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But no, Jim is hot. Let's see what else Jim did. <laughs> what other movies you got, Jim? God, if Corey was here, he could do all this for us. Oh, he'd already, he's already looked this guy up. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, oh, he was in A River Runs Through It. And The Bodyguard. Yeah. Oh. Looks like Jim's been in a few things. Good for Jim. Oh, the last thing he did, though, was in 2013. I hope he didn't die. Nope, still alive. Still alive. Oh, Jesus. He was born the same year as my dad. Well, that turned me off. Back to the story. <laughs> um, so... So Jim's talking to, or they go to the old murder house. He's with another guy who's, yes. a, who's a, a news reporter. Mm-hmm. Or yes, a, a, newspaper. a reporter. Yeah, a reporter. Yeah, a reporter in general. So he, he asks the reporter to rerun the story about his sister and her family being brutally murdered. Because the guy yeah. was never caught, and they just mm-hmm. stopped the investigation. Yes. Uh, Which I just got to say. I just, I don't think that this investigation would have ever stopped. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because no. when you murder your whole family, including small children, and mm-hmm. then just go live a couple streets over, I, mean, I feel like the... <laughs> he just moved a ferry ride over, guys. That's okay. it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we already had America's Most Wanted by this point. Uh, well, that's how the fucking writer this movie is. <laughs> his, yeah. uh, yeah. Mysteries. Yeah. his picture would be on the news mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. Not just in a local newspaper. He I would be on say, national news. He would be broadcast all over the place. There's no <laughs> way. If it happened today, there'd be 9,000 podcasts covering it. Oh, and I'd be listening to every single one. I know you would. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> well, We would find Jerry. Yeah, Jerry would be found for <laughs> yeah. sure. And at the very least, they'd still be running his fucking picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you seen mm-hmm. this man? Uh, that's why later on in the movie, when the... Our newspaper friend is like, my editor would let me post the picture. That's the most important part. Why wouldn't he let you do that? What is this newspaper you work at, sir? That um, is a convenient plot point. <laughs> that is what that is. <laughs> it's almost as if the writer wrote this character of the newspaper man and then hit a wall and said, well, i got to fix this, but I don't want to get rid of this character. <laughs> we got to fill some time. <laughs> It does feel like they're a little filler at times. Uh, yeah. Jim and this newspaper guy who we see in two scenes total. Yeah, it does seem like Jim could have been like talking to a policeman. Yeah, the whole time. Maybe. <laughs> trying to get him to open up the case again. but I, I do love in this scene, though, we see the house where everyone was murdered, and it's literally just... Uh, we've just basically put boards on the windows and uh, locked the door. What do we do? Yeah. Let's not beat around the bush. Tear this thing down. Yeah. Tear no down. one will ever buy this house. Let's burn this to the ground. Yeah. It's not a keeper. Mm-mm. No. If At best, we need to start over. <laughs> ground up. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know, if at the same time as this is going on, are we shown Stephanie interacting with her psychiatrist? I think we get an initial viewing of her with a psychiatrist. Dr. Bonrot. That sounds right. Bonrot. <laughs> I, I actually like this guy a lot. I think he seems like a, a sweet dude. He does. A seems like therapist. a caring therapist. I love it. Um, he might be a male therapist I would go to. I just want to compliment this 80s mom for having her grieving child in therapy. Exactly. That, wow. That's not something you hear about a lot in the 80s, especially, you know. Yeah. Homegirl from the Gremlins probably could have used a little bit of therapy. <laughs> I think of. Yikes. A lot of people we reviewed 
Phoebe Cates should have gone. Yeah. She, she should have been there. It sounds like she has some unresolved issues. But this movie was very progressive for yes. having yeah. her in therapy. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm totally. Very impressed. You know, that might be why Jerry goes a little off, because as we all know, Jerry is a Scientologist. So <laughs> this was very troublesome for him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think she meets with her therapist. For some reason, Jerry takes her, which I don't know about you guys, but this creep show... Of Jerry, I would not. I'd be like, Mom, I don't want this fucker driving me around. I'm sorry. Sitting outside. Was telling Blaine, as a mom, Mm -hmm. if God forbid something were to happen, my kid would not meet the person I was dating until a year in. Yeah. I would not be married with some rando living in my home with my teenage daughter yeah. after having known him for less than a year. Nah. And, less, and again, red flags abound. From Come this on, guy. mom. Red flags all over the place. Anyway, so Jerry takes her home uh, from the therapist and they have a conversation. Again, him being super strange, but they talk about how. Me and your mom want you to do better in school, which would I can only imagine if my sister had that conversation, she'd be like, "Oh well, fuck you, <laughs> you're not my dad." Well, I sure know it'd be important to me. Oh, would it, Jerry? Oh, good, Jerry. Cool. I'm here to make sure you feel okay, weirdo. Um, so not two seconds later, I believe, is when we cut to the art room brawl that is occurring at the high school. <laughs> oh yes, I wish. <laughs> I, I would love some inkling as to what this fight was about. I they agree. give us nothing. Nothing. It's just Stephanie, another girl, slamming each other into the art room. It is just mid barroom brawl. You took all the indigo. <laughs> they are covered in paint. I am um, dying to know how this fight started. I could agree. Maybe more. it's just the gossip queen in me, but I'm like, what did she say? I said, that's why your dad's dead because you can't fucking paint. Yeah. Stephanie. <laughs> Probably exactly what she said. I, I bet that's it. That sounds just like a high school girl yeah. from the 80s. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's probably like, dad's dead. Stephanie. Dad's dead. Gag me with a spoon. <laughs> Fuck me with a chainsaw, Heather. <laughs> How have we not covered that movie yet? I don't Literally. Movie. Um, not a Heather's fan, boy? I like Heather's. I love Heather's. love that movie. I want to say it might have been on a loop many times in my home. Um, Same. Anyway. Did so, I die a little when they made it into a musical? Yeah. Yeah, mm. I did. Didn't they make it a TV show at one point? I don't know. Did uh, well, if it did, I did not watch a second of it because mm-hmm. fuck off. No. Um, with the chainsaw. With the chainsaw, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, they get into a fight. Uh, Stephanie gets expelled, which is a little weird. Uh, for one fight, unless she does this weekly, which she may. Sounds like she's a little bit of a troublemaker. It well, she knows she's grieving. She finds mm-hmm. herself in yeah. some troublesome situations. We'll say that. Yeah. yeah. And then we get a cut scene where Jerry is showing some people a house in the neighborhood. He's, he's a real estate agent. Yep. He's. We find out he's a real estate agent. He. And again, this is one of those things where you're just a bad parent. Uh, Jerry... Even at work seems like a fucking nutcase. Uh, and I wouldn't have let him alone to swing my child in the swing set. No. Yeah. 
That's equally. And this this kid already catches Jerry. He gets to the bottom of his story instantly. (laughs) He's talking about his daughter and and says the name of like I guess. I thought her name was Stephanie. A prior daughter. I love this kid. She calls Jerry out so quick on his shit. I was like, okay, Jerry's not as calculated as he seems. No. He seems like a real loose kid. Jerry's going to choke this little girl with a swing set because she's on to him. I'm not going to lie. I have seen this movie before, but later on in the movie, Jerry sees her again. And I'm like, oh, God, is Jerry about to kill this kid? He's about to kill this kid. She's on to me. Yep. Well, (laughs) Jerry needs a spreadsheet to keep his shit together. He has a little trouble. (laughs) Keep it straight. Especially when he gets into real crazy mode. He can't quite keep it together. No, no, no. Uh, so yeah, so we see Jerry interacting with this little girl. He mentions that he remembers when his little girl, Jill, was in third grade. Aw. R.I.P. I need it. R.I.P. Definitely R.I.P. I forgot she is dead. <laughs> um, she was murdered at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> what happened? I was like, don't say that about Jill. She's right here. Oh, you're talking about the character. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Uh, Jerry blows his cover with this little girl. Thankfully, he does not kill her. And we then cut to uh, Jerry finding the news that Stephanie has been expelled from school. Mm. And then he gives a very interesting line and very telling of the time. He said, girls can get expelled. <laughs> Which, again. No. No, no, You can do whatever no. you want. Yep. Hey, Jerry, girls can get expelled too. Fuck off. Uh, and then... Stephanie's wanting to go to boarding school. Yeah. Instead of, because she's expelled, and Jerry's like, no, we gotta keep the family, family together. Family stay together. Oh, God. It was, what was the line? Uh, you don't want to tear the family apart. Yeah, it was something like, or like, yeah. it's not a family without children, which is just like, yeah, that's creepy, dude. Yeah, that's creepy as fuck. Um, when the mom looks over and goes, well, Jerry, what do you think? Oh. I don't give up. Fuck what Jerry thinks. I've known Jerry for six months. Why does he get any say in my life at all? Jerry, I was 16 when you showed up. Fuck off. You get no say in this. No. Yeah. No, no, no. That's pretty bold that anyone would think they had a say, too. That is absolutely mind-blowing. And this is where I come back to putting all the blame on the mom. Like, ma'am, what... What have you allowed to happen? Did you just ask this stranger for an opinion on your daughter's education? <laughs> and life what? in general? Right. Yeah. No mom. Mm, well, this mom. This she mom. Did. I need a man to tell me what to do. Jerry, what do I do? Women's brains. That's what they say. Well, women's, women's brains. brains. That's what they say. I mean, basically. That's what they said. Yeah. yeah. I mean, basically, Jerry said that because... She says, Jerry, what do you think? And he's like, well, I don't think that should happen. He goes, father knows best, which is... Right? Ugh. Dear, weird world. So that night we cut to uh, another... Again, Jerry spewing red flags all over the place. He's watching Mr. Ed as Susan is getting ready to go to bed. And first of all, I think anyone who watches Mr. Ed without... (laughs) (laughs) And actually, yeah, someone who watches Mr. Ed seriously is a 100% a murderer. Um, (laughs) I can't think of a less funny show. When that popped up, I was aware of Mr. Ed. Yeah. uh, But never questioned it as a child. Now I'm like, how the fuck did that get made? (laughs) They put peanut butter in his mouth. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
The horse didn't really talk, boy. <laughs> Are you serious? It was a voiceover. Don't worry. Oh, God. But no, that is what... And here's the weird part. I believe it was like a monster successful <laughs> show. Like people made millions of dollars from that show. Oh my well, God. I, mean, I, I watched a good bit of Mr. Ed. We, we love Nick at Night. Yeah. It, was, it was a TV land exclusive, you know. I, I got to tell you, I actually hated Mr. Ed. There were a lot of other Nick at Nights that I loved, but <laughs> even as a child, <laughs> Mr. Ed was still like, there's yeah. only so Wilbur. much you could have done on the Wilbur. show. Yeah, Wilbur. <laughs> and America laughed to the top of their lungs. <laughs> Oh. They they raced home oh. with no seatbelts. <laughs> Honey, it's a horse that talks. Isn't that wild? Isn't that the theme song essentially? A horse a is a horse. horse. Yeah. Of course, of course. Even the theme song's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck Mr. Ed. <laughs> and fuck anybody who loves that show. <laughs> Murders? <laughs> you murderers? Why don't you just murder your whole family? I, I, I can't imagine there is a person still alive to this day that watched Mr. Ed when it came out. Just diehard Mr. Ed fan. <laughs> oh, God. I bet Corey loves Mr. Ed. You know what? I bet if he were here I'm right gonna now. I'm going to retrace. I think <laughs> if anyone does. I don't care. I fucking love Mr. Ed. Corey. I think the fucking shit rocks. <laughs> rocks. So hard. I have the videotapes of it. <laughs> I still watch it. Corey would be crying and throwing up over Mr. Ed right now. <laughs> Rowing up. Just vomiting. Uh, <laughs> Did we get a text from him? Uh, no? All right. No, no not yet. All right. Not checking in. No. I, well, I just want to check in with the group. Remember, it's yes and from now on. So here we go. Oh, right. Yeah, there we go. Right. <laughs> anyway. Sometimes it's better. Just say no. Sometimes dead is better. Um, that's yes, man. <laughs> so, yeah. You got it. You got it. You got it. Uh, so at this point, Jerry's watching Mr. Ed, which, as we've established, makes him a psychopath. Um, but again, red flag alert. Oh, Susan comes in. She goes, I bet you were cute in high school. And... Then he says something, and she responds, you never talk about your past. And I'm like, you've married this man and know <laughs> nothing about him? Susan, you might also be a psycho. Yeah. Now, we're focused on the future over here. Apparently so. What was his line? It was even creepy as shit. It was like, well, I didn't have a, I didn't have a life till I met you. Uh, yeah, that's cute and all, but I really need to know a lot more about you. <laughs> mm. Yeah. What's going on, you fucking psycho? Bad decisions all around. She said, oh. All right, well, let's just, <laughs> let's just have no, sex. No further questions. Yes, let's have some really disturbing sex right next to our teenage daughter's right room. Right next to our teenage daughter's room. Uh, so, yeah, Stephanie is just, you know, she goes to therapy. She's trying to get better. Her father's been dead for a year. Her mother married a fucking loony, lunatic. I almost said loony too. Uh, she married this <laughs> lunatic. And... Can't I <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, so... I do love that Stephanie has to drown out her mother's sex screams, so she puts on Pat Benatar, uh, which... Good for her. Good for her. They're having some very intimate sex. And you know... He's just dead-faced. Oof. I was gonna say, Jerry... It's hard to believe that Jerry knows how to fuck, because he seems like 
incel supreme. Um, I don't know the way he was getting these ladies. It it's almost as if a man wrote this movie and said, <laughs> you know, all you need to do to get a woman is just be successful. Women are dumb. Yeah, women yes. are dumb. They, they don't know any better. You yeah. just have to say hello. You just have to wait till they're single <laughs> in a bad place and they'll just marry you. That's all. Yeah. They're desperate. Hmm. Very single weird. women cannot resist a man. Any man. <laughs> any man any that's man. nice to them. <laughs> it doesn't matter how weird he is. You don't have to talk about your past. <laughs> women are desperate. Yeah, women are desperate. Um, it's a thing that's been carried over to this new generation. Um <laughs> So yeah, at that point, uh, Stephanie puts on her Pat Benatar, cut out her mom's sex screams. Yes. And uh, Jerry, dead face, has sex with her. Um, and then where we go from there, Blaine? Uh, so we, we get that cut back to Jim. He, he reads the newspaper story, figures out there's, the picture didn't get published. But the story did get republished and is in circulation. So the story's out there. And then we go to the barbecue mm. at uh, our family's house, and Jerry, or yeah, yep, that's the is, name, <laughs> is being real cheese dick, giving out this speech to his neighbors, customers that he sold homes <laughs> to. Right. Yes, his family clients, and he's just rambling on about family. It's so gross. It's and let me say this: I know we're talking a lot of shit about Jerry. Terry O'Quinn makes this work in a way that should not work. Golly. Like, truly, like, a less experienced actor, you would have cut this movie off because it's so cheese dick. But I believe that Terry O'Quinn is very Jerry in this movie. Very Jerry. It's a little scary. It is. Jill got one in. Jill got one in. I'll give it to you. It's <laughs> a good one. It's an honorary dad joke. <laughs> it's not bad, Jill. Really not bad. Uh, so, so yeah, Jerry can't shut the fuck up about his family, and uh, he he said, "Hey, take a picture with me and my family. Can you take a picture of me and my family?" And, which is just like, stop forcing this on us, Jerry. Gross. Uh, so Jerry sits down at a table with all the dads of the neighborhood because all the women need to go do women things, right? And so the dads are talking about the story that was published in the mm. newspaper, and Jerry does not like this. Now he you can see the uh, a flip switch again. Another reason Terry O'Quinn's actually really good is he can do that flip switch so well because he goes from creepy Jerry to murderer within a scene. You're like, okay, he's neurotic now. Yeah, he's, he's... this is just so upsetting. Mm -hmm. I can't believe anyone would do this. Yeah, I'm gonna he... make a pirate hat out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's even worse is. They're like, I can't believe someone would do that. And he, Jerry's response is, well, maybe, maybe they made they him angry. Maybe they disappointed him. Maybe they disappointed him. That's what uh, it was. Which, if you're sitting at that table, aren't you going to go, huh? What? Ooh, okay. What did you say, crazy? Jerry, what the fuck? <laughs> maybe they disappointed him? And Stephanie overhears this, which is also, Stephanie's like, ooh. Stephanie's like, excuse me? <laughs> what? Um... <laughs> So, what? yeah. So then Susan forces Stephanie to go downstairs. Oh, we should mention, Jerry has a woodworking shop in the basement. Mm. Now, Blaine, I know you're a woodworker yourself. Um, do you have anything to tell us? Well, when the time calls for it. <laughs> okay. When someone disappoints you, we'll know. Uh, 
Anyway, so <laughs> uh, Jerry's woodworking shop is in the basement. Uh, Stephanie goes down there to get the ice cream because that's where the freezer is apparently. And Jerry comes down and he goes full crazy mode. Well, he's already down there. No, no, he comes down after her. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, remember? And he, and he's just uh, rambling to himself, screaming, throwing, hitting things. Right. Until he sees Stephanie. Exactly like, what Corey is doing when we're talking about Mr. Ed. Exactly. Fair point. And woodworking. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Corey does love some woodworking himself. Um, you know what? We're painting a a picture. I don't like where it's going. Um, <laughs> with Corey. <laughs> Mr. Ed fan, woodworker. Um, we better not disappoint him. <laughs> Blaine's going to mysteriously die, and then he's going to come tell me how important family is. <laughs> I see you're raking leaves. Would you like some help with that? I know Blaine's done. Hmm. Family's very important to you me. You know, family's very important to me, Jill. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for us and our baby. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he sees Stephanie, and he immediately switches off. He's like, hey, you know, sometimes you get to blow off steam. You know, come into the basement and talk about how you're mad at everybody. And... If I were in a room with someone going off to themselves the way he was going off to himself, mm-hmm. I would not be seen. No. I would... Find the nearest pole to hide behind. <laughs> and wait till he left. Oh, I would have shrunk down to the size of a tiny termite. Yep. <laughs> hidden a in the t- I'm just a tiny little termite. <laughs> Don't mind me. I would have hidden in the windowsill. Yep. And you never would have seen me. <laughs> I would have just started doing the same thing in my corner. <laughs> just out crazy. Enough. Nice. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. <laughs> Yeah. You got to make it all seem normal. Right. Sorry, Jerry. I had to let off stage. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm so mad. Ah. You know, just family's so important to me. <laughs> I'm so afraid I'm going to disappoint you. Ah. So after this insane outburst, uh, Stephanie goes back upstairs and finds the newspaper of the murdered family. Because she is suspicious. At this point, who wouldn't be? <laughs> yeah. So suspicious. That she writes a letter to the newspaper asking for a picture of Henry, what was it, Meadows? We'll go with that. It was Jerry pre- Morrison. It was Henry Morrison. Henry Henry Morrison. Right. Who is Terry O'Quinn? And every time I see something like this, I'm like, I'm so glad that I was in third grade when Google came out. Because I can just... I can just I can just Google things. I don't have to write a letter to a newspaper. Right? If I want to know what someone Fair looks enough. like, I mm-hmm. will find out what they look like. Yep. In in instant. Instantaneous. Yeah. Yeah. I would have pulled it up right there and held my phone up next to Jerry's face. Could you imagine having to wait for this to come back and be like, oh God, oh God. Is it him? Is it him? Trying to intercept the mail. Yeah. So after that, don't we get... Uh, I might be jumping ahead. What comes after the letter writing? Oh, we get some scenes where Stephanie is having... Stephanie has a male friend that you can tell she has a little crush on. They were roommates. Yes. And (laughs) at this point, uh, he kind of walks her home. And you can see Stephanie's developing a little relationship with this guy. She tells her therapist at this point mm. that she saw Jerry losing his shit in the basement. She just doesn't trust him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't trust him. So the therapist is like, look, I'll do a little investigating myself. I'll talk to Jerry. 
Well, when the therapist tries to call Jerry, Jerry has a real weird reaction, which, again, Susan, should be a fucking red flag. Red flag, baby girl. Tell her, tell him I'm not here. And if he calls back, tell him I'm still not here. It's like, uh, that's fucking strange, Jerry. Okay. okay. That's a really strong reaction. Yeah. Trying to help our daughter, but okay. Okay, then you're so... Yep. Um... <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> yep. And so at that point, the therapist is kind of like, hmm, that's weird reaction to that. So he ends up calling Jerry and asks to see a house under a false name just so he can meet up with Jerry. And I actually really like this scene, this uh, sneaky uh, like uh, therapy visit he has with Jerry mm, where he's yeah, trying to definitely. figure him out. A real Hannibal Lecter to the killer kind of situation. Does this happen after uh, Jerry intercepts the picture from the newspaper? That's right. So they send the picture back. Jerry sees it. And, you know, not to poke holes in this movie, but you would think this would be the match that would light Jerry onto a killing spree. But he's like, I can solve this. I'm just going to get another picture. I got to buy some time. He hadn't set up his next life yet. Fair enough. So he Mm. had to buy himself some time. Yes. So... Uh, Jerry intercepts the photo of himself. Again, he goes back to the basement, loses his shit, and somehow re re gets it together, and is uh, decides to go and get a photo, a random photo. <laughs> Picks up a uh, <laughs> a picture, a frame, a glamour shot of some random guy. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Later on, when Stephanie opens that letter and there's the photo I come laughed. out, I laughed. We, I think we all did for sure. <laughs> It is the goofiest photo Some of a random headshot for <laughs> his acting portfolio. It is his acting portfolio. Shit. Um, yeah, I laughed out loud when that picture came out. Um, but anyway, so uh, the psychiatrist agrees to meet with Jerry at the house, and they have a back and forth where you can see the psychiatrist is really trying to figure Jerry out. Yeah, and Jerry is not good with a psychiatrist. But I wish the psychiatrist had been just a. A little more careful. A little, yeah. A little sharper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jerry is definitely giving off the signals that he is a crazy person right away. Um, but I wish he would have noticed Jerry grab that giant ass two by four before. Uh... <laughs> so Jerry is showing this guy the house. Uh, Jerry doesn't really figure him out right away, but he knows he doesn't like him. For sure. And the biggest thing is, is that the psychiatrist is playing against Jerry loving his family because he keeps talking about how stupid it is. I'm yeah. a bachelor. Yeah, I'm a bachelor. bachelor. Mm-hmm. I guess that works for some people. <laughs> yeah, weirdo. <laughs> You're a real family man. Family silly. Uh, but then the, then the shrink slips up and after he told Jerry he was a confirmed bachelor, he mentioned something about his wife. And that's when Jerry gets the 2 by 4 and beats this man to death. You know what? I think the therapist could have done a little bit more here. Yeah, let's let's talk he, about he, he blocks someone with a two by four. He blocks like nine of them with his arm. He does. <laughs> yep. Uh, you're gonna have to get me in the head if, on the first go, or I'm gonna at least try to give you a bear hug or something. I mean, <clears throat> Jerry gives him at least ten headshots with this fucking two he, by four on the ground. He beats him to death. He, he beats sure him does. to death. But. Okay. We just talk about two by fours. They're not 
easy to hold. At all. There's not a good grip that you can really get on a 2 by 4 That's why I was so impressed that Jerry was able to continuously do it. They're not aerodynamic. Nope. Like, it's not a good weapon. So, there's really no reason why it should have been this easy. I agree. It shouldn't have been easy at all. If third graders can kick them in half at a karate studio. <laughs> I can't. Mm-hmm. Or Blaine last week in his karate class. Yeah. Um, hey, we don't talk about that. Oh, forgot. Don't want to out it's you. A secret dojo. That's how I get out my steam. <laughs> it's Blaine. That's the first rule. We don't talk about it. Karate class. <laughs> I would just love a bunch of people holding up things for Blaine to break. Just third graders <laughs> beat all their asses. <laughs> well, Blaine again. How will they learn? <laughs> Fair enough. So Jerry takes the dead body of the therapist and at the, <laughs> this is one of those wild things where Jerry is going to make it look like an accident. He sets the therapist up in the car, puts his hand on the wheels, Plays real fast and loose with lighting that fucking gas tank on fire and throws or pushes the car down a hill and it explodes. Yeah. R.I.P. Dr. B. Because Mm -hmm. as every medical examiner knows, they're going to look at that car accident and go, oh, well, he drove off the hill and the car exploded. Yeah. I don't have any more questions. Do you guys? Well, I'm not going to lie. The police in this movie who are, I think we all know all cops are bastards, but (laughs) in this movie, they really don't have time for anything. They... Are not interested to continue this search for this murderer, and apparently just look at that blown up car and say, "Well, that's yeah. an accident." <laughs> he did have happened. multiple two by four inch <laughs> size <laughs> depressions in his skull. His but... skull is broken right down the middle, but it must have been the fire. <laughs> must have been the fire. Terrible accident. Terrible accident. Um, and probably want to also mention that essentially, uh. Okay, what's the... Who's our secondary character again? What's his name? Jim. Jim. Yep, sexy Jim. He goes to the police department, and they basically tell him, yeah, you know, we couldn't find him, <laughs> so... Yeah, we're not gonna we don't files. have anything to go on. Yeah, ah, we got no lead. Besides everything he owned before he left the house. Yeah, and we're by the way, if you... We're not going to give it to you. Yeah, and by <laughs> the way, if you uh go into that house to do a little investigating on your own, You'll notice that we didn't take a whole lot of evidence. <laughs> <laughs> so just to let you know, did we do everything we could? No, we pretty much left everything in the same place. Uh, and so he tells Jer- he tells Jim to get a gun. And the next scene we see is Jim practicing shooting. Which, okay, whatever. Uh, and then we get a little Jim in the house. And like I said... Jim just is looking around this bloody fucking house that no one has just been sitting in the sun for months. Or a year, I should say. Um, and he goes down to the basement and finds some really important evidence that maybe someone should have already taken. Yeah. No. Yeah. They, mistakes were made. <laughs> mistakes were made. Mistakes so this is the made. same police force from uh, Serial Mom. <laughs> just, I'm going to be honest. Top top quality policing here. I think the police from Serial Mom might have been better police than these. Well, that's true. Yeah. They were they on get... top of it. They just didn't do anything. No. Yeah. This police force is just like, I don't know. Ah. 
He, he got on a ferry. What can he's you do? Okay. He's gone. Yeah, he's he gone. got away. He got away. He's at least three streets over. Yeah. He's in walking distance. Out of distance. our jurisdiction. <laughs> no, we can't put ads out with his picture on it. What the fuck? <laughs> this is zone four. He lives in zone six now. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to do about tens of that. dollars. Yeah, we can't do that. We're not in the business of protecting people. Um, so he finds a magazine that had some pages ripped out. And he just goes to a local magazine shop and finds that exact same magazine. (laughs) same mag. (laughs) And he finds the missing pages and realizes that, hey, maybe this one town over that was ripped out of here is where our killer could be. So this is where his investigation really picks up. Okay, so after that, Jerry then comes into the garage where Stephanie is, I guess, repairing her bike. She's doing some some, some bike tune-up. Bike tune-up. Got it. Uh, he comes in and doesn't really beat around the bush. She lets her know that uh, her favorite psychiatrist is dead. Which I gotta say, like, I feel like reporting on this and, like, cause of death before it's come out officially is a real risky move. A little suspicious? Yeah. A little suspicious. I'm going to agree with you there. Why were you the first to find out? <laughs> yeah. Why are you telling me this? Why wouldn't my mom be there? Seems like a strange move. <laughs> I, I totally agree. And I would just assume that anyone that died in my town um, would be Jerry. So For sure. <laughs> he's got to be responsible. Right. Um, but they, they kind of have a bonding moment here. Yeah. I, I mean, think she has a... You're the only person in a mile radius of me right now, so hey, I'm going to collapse he, on you. He yeah. took it. He took it. Oh, he definitely he took definitely, it. He definitely. Mm-hmm. He was very happy about it. He was like, oh, I knew he'd bring us together, which, <laughs> again, another line in which I'd immediately assume Jerry is a murderer. <laughs> so at that point, uh, there's like this weird like change of time where Thanksgiving occurs. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like they have the blandest fucking Thanksgiving dinner I've ever seen in my life. Um, Wearing like really nice clothes. Like a, why they imagine? dressed up for just the three of them is ever, beyond me. Have you guys ever dressed up for like a Christmas no. or Thanksgiving? Never once. Well, no. I mean, we definitely used to have to dress up for Christmas and Thanksgiving, but we would do like mm. the big like family reunion Christmas and Thanksgivings. Like not just never just my immediate family. I, we never dressed up, did we? Well, I, you guys are trash. So. Well, we know. <laughs> We're aware. <laughs> uh, we know. Yeah. Those are the last words my dad said to me before he died. Um, We're trash. <laughs> we just wore coveralls around our yard. Can fire. The last thing the he back. said was <laughs> in the alley. Santa isn't real, so I'm getting up in the chimney. Yep. <laughs> this is where I'm going. <laughs> Look, Andrew. Santa doesn't visit people like us. Yeah. I'll be down in a gif. <laughs> uh, you're going to hell. Um, <laughs> that's what he said to me. I wasn't saying it to you, Joel. That's just... <laughs> oh, wow. I know. Attacked. It's a real attack. I assume it's both. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, they have this really nice... Thing. You know who I guarantee you dressed up for Thanksgiving and Christmas? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't even have to say it. I know. I think we know. <laughs> You know who, like, the rest of their family didn't, but they did? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, and then ask for compliments about the gravy that he made. <laughs> it's not great. It's supposed to be thinner than this. You know, I gotta tell you guys, I've been sitting here waiting patiently for you to compliment my gravy. <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't know who y'all are talking about. I don't either. I wish I knew. Oh, man. I hope the audience had to put it together. I don't know what to say. Um, <laughs> anyway, to this um, faceless person we're talking about, 100% dressed up. You're talking up. about Andrew's wife, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> Poor her. <laughs> she's, she's had a worse existence than Susan. <laughs> How does she feel about when you talk about twinks, by the way? <laughs> Uh, that's why I pay them off. So, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. She doesn't listen to us at all, does she? No. No. Oh, man. <laughs> I, didn't tell, I don't even tell her this exists. <laughs> I tell her I'm going to work. Sounds like you guys are completely honest about a lot of things. Though. We are. We are. Um, all right. Let me. Who am I here? Um, so, <laughs> oh. <laughs> thank you. Thank oh. you. I've been okay. trying to. I was trying to slip it in somewhere. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, yeah. um, That's what she said. <laughs> well. Jill. He, Jill. He, maybe him. Him. Maybe yeah, that's, what that's, what he, that's what he said. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I've uh, slipped it in. Uh, mm-hmm. Stephanie goes on like a date. Well, right I think she I think she just loners it at a diner and then this guy shows up. On his little moped. <laughs> yep. Of which he's uh, too scared to drive by himself, so Stephanie... Um, <laughs> Drives him home, which this is, is fine. This is a kid she's interacted with earlier in the film. Yeah, this is her love interest. Yeah. Um, so he takes her back to the door. Um, the most real-seeming, awkward they have teenager a very first kiss exchange. exchange. It was really good, I'll give him that. It Down to good. like, oh, that's the Miller's dog barking. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, well, all right. All right, I guess I'll see you next week. Really gonna go this like... Is this happening? Yeah. Uh, we've all been there. Yeah. Uh, and then here comes Jerry right after they start kissing. Wow. Does Jerry yes. come into this scene? Jump into conclusions. <laughs> uh, this guy was raping he's her. He's trying to rape our daughter. He's trying to rape our daughter. Whoa. It's like, my favorite thing was, she is 16. So am I. <laughs> I love yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, man. Me too. I'm not trying to rape your daughter on the front porch. Like, what What do you think was going to happen, Jerry? What, what? How do you think this was going to end? He made pretty sure what he thought was going to happen. <laughs> Holy shit. So, yeah, Jerry is... This causes a kerfuffle. Yeah, even Susan is like, God damn, Jerry. You fucking... She does say that, but she also slaps the she shit sure out of does. Stephanie. She does, which... He's your father. No. No. No, ma'am. I've known him for four months. Yeah. He's not my father. This is at best the guy you've been fucking My father died less than a year ago. That's crazy Jerry. (laughs) This is crazy Jerry. So, uh, Stephanie runs away. And then I think this is where Jerry's like, all right, well, it's time. This is the scene where Jerry makes a decision. Well, this isn't going to be the family for me. i got to find another. Rut row. (laughs) (laughs) Bad news for everybody else. i got to go find a new one and kill this one. Like, hey, Jerry, you've known these people for six months. You could just leave. 
disappear. You definitely, like, it's not like you had all of these children that you're responsible for and someone's going to hunt you down. Like. Mm-hmm. Right, but they disappointed him. Uh, all right. You don't yeah. disappoint Jerry. I mean, Jerry could literally disappear and it'd be fine. Everything would be fine. Yeah, it's, is... fine. it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Um, not yeah. that Jerry. Oh, different, <laughs> different Jerry. This is not a situation where you have to like kill all your responsibilities to go live your free life. You've yeah. known these people for six months. Yeah. You can just go. Yeah. Just get out of here, man. Like you could probably just get an annulment, not even a divorce, and you could just go. Yeah. You are not tied down here. Mm-mm. No wrong. need to kill everybody. Yeah. So Jerry begins his transition to a new life. Quits his job. Quits his job. Does a quick change. Rips that toupee off. Which, again, it would be one thing if this was an empty boat, but to see someone go in <laughs> to a... Now, wait a the... second. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Did you have a mustache a minute ago? Uh, by the way... Uh, Terry O'Quinn is a bald man, and he is on the show Lost as a bald man. So when he, when Jerry pulls that wig off, I'm like, has he been wearing a wig this whole time? I guess has so. no one noticed that? I guess so. Um, yeah, so Jerry pulls off the wig. He, apparently Susan never noticed. Um, takes out his contacts, puts on a thin mustache. And, <laughs> and sir, your eyebrow fell down. Really, uh, uh. I would say lowers himself. Yeah. Attractively. Like, mm-hmm. uh, puts cool. on his Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. Golly. No joke. He goes from looking like a, a technically a stud to, uh, oh, this is a pedophile murderer. Yeah. yeah. That's the look we get for yes. third go around. He goes from wooly willy to, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. To, oh. Ooh. Oh, no. I wouldn't trust this man at all. Hide your kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hide everybody. I feel bad for the the next potential wife. Like, yeah. Man, you've been downgraded. So Jerry finds a new town, just a ferry right away yet again. Just... Staying in state. Jerry's keeping it up. Um, he finds a brand new job as an insurance salesman. Um, apparently you can just walk into anywhere and say, hey, uh, I'd like to be an insurance salesman. They say, well, you're a white man. Come on. Um, <laughs> Winds up a place to stay. Finds a place to and stay. And immediately finds another widow raking her leaves. Yep, gets a new squeeze. Yep. It, she's kind of a downgrade from Susan. Well, I mean, so is he, though. That's true. But he's also downgraded his looks. So mm-hmm. yeah, he knew true. to keep it on par. Right. He knows, hey, when I'm looking like a six, I kind of find another six. When he was watching this other family before he meets this lady, I was like, is he, like, finding a family and killing the fathers first (laughs) and then moving in? Mm -hmm. That wouldn't be a bad thought. But But then he just finds a single lady. Yeah, he just because he initially like watches a whole family. Like he watches a dad get home, the little girl run out and say, "Daddy," and I was like, "Is he gonna kill this dad? Is he gonna take the dad?" Mm. Yeah, that is a weird scene that he's just like watching that family that we saw earlier. Yeah, that's where I thought he was gonna kill that little girl. (laughs) Like, oh, she knows. See, my thought was, oh, he's gonna kill the dad and take his place. Take Mm -hmm. his place. Daddy's home. Daddy's home. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and Jerry is now very standoffish with Susan and Stephanie. Um, oh, by the way, Stephanie, uh, 
Wait, she doesn't get a new picture. Never mind. Sorry. No. She, um, she opens Glamour Shot. With yeah, Jeff. she opens <laughs> Jeff's. <in. laughs> yep. Giant mustache. Uh, so, yeah. So, Jerry has found this na- new neighbor, and he is getting ready to strike at gold once again in another town. Um, Susan calls his work. His work. And they notify Susan that, oh, Jerry hasn't worked here for a while. Now he's gone. He's gone. At that, around this same time, uh, Jim, I believe his name is, right? Jim. Jim had been going door to door looking at all the recently married people. Yes. Trying to find old Jerry. To see if Jerry, his former brother-in-law, is one of these guys. Absolutely. Um, so he that's going on in the background. So everything's kind of closing in on old Jerry. Yep, 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 yep. And then Jerry comes home, and Susan asks him, where have you been? You haven't worked in two weeks. I just called up there. And Jerry immediately uh, puts on a show. He tries to fake that it out. stupid secretary. I've never gotten anyone fired in my life. Uh, he's like, how hard is it? And he mentions... He said, it's Todd Johnson. And she goes... This new name. And she goes, who? And he goes, I honestly think this line is the creepiest thing in this movie. This is going to be my... Oh, it's a good one. My spoiler alert. Yeah. This did creep me out. It is so good. Just, wait, who am I here? Who am I here? Which... Has gotta be creepy for and he's like look in the distance as he says it. Yeah. And then he bashes Susan in the face. I right mean, break Susan's nose with a phone. Just This kind of made me wonder, like with his first family, he hangs up the phone before he leaves. Oh. I'm like, is this how he gets his caught MO. every time? Every time? He's just... thought you meant he just beat them all to death with the phone. Well that no. too. Like <laughs> One eight hundred C O L L E C T. Carrot top. Yeah, I know. I know. I was like, uh, does every time he just like get caught while she's on the phone and he just beat someone to death with a phone? Wait, who am I? Who am I here? Well, gotta kill you now. I hated that part. Oh yeah, it's Not, a great one. Yeah. So it, it jumps off here. It really jumps off, and Susan tries to get away and ends up falling down the stairs to the basement. Of course. Susan is useless here. Oh, until a little later. But um, <laughs> I will say, I did not remember if he killed this dog or not. So when he grabs Ooh. a butcher knife and Ooh. he starts petting that dog, I was like, you know, I I could handle the dead kid in the beginning, <laughs> but if he kills this dog, I don't oh. know what I'm going to do. Don't kill the dog. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. please we, Yeah, and then it ran off when Stephanie, Stephanie got, got home. We were like, oh, thank God. Yeah, ooh. and then we were immediately like, "Oh my god!" Oh no, Stephanie, get out of there! Because Stephanie immediately got naked and took a shower, and uh, that sixteen year year old character Stephanie, mm-hmm. butt ass naked, there is, tits out. There is no reason for this girl to be naked in this movie. Blaine melted into the couch when this happened. <laughs> oh my god! I immediately had to look her up to see how old she actually was. How old was she? She was 24 at the time. Thank God. Okay. I was like, oh. He said, I need to know if she's 16. <laughs> and I immediately giggled. I was like, that's... Because it's going to really change how I record the show tomorrow. I was <laughs> like, that's oh, creepier no. than what he just did. No. 
I need to know if she's 16. <laughs> you did it because you were worried about the actress. Right, right. Yeah, he was definitely very Let me say this. concerned. There, I was going to write a letter. This movie, for at all, if you go into a Friday the 13th, you know what you're getting into. For sure. But there is no reason why Stephanie had to show her boobs in this movie. There's no. absolutely no. no reason. No. This just stinks of some fucking gross executive who was like, well, you can't make a horror movie without tits. It's like, I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to visit Seth that day. <laughs> yeah. He I'll met her there. first and then was it like. It was produced by Harvey Weinstein. It wouldn't surprise me at all. And he was like, "What if we add this scene?" And I'm gonna yeah. make I'm gonna come to set to make sure it's done tastefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to make sure everything goes smoothly. Taste. Uh, oh. 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 That took me oh. to vomit town. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, she. I mean, we're building up tension with Stephanie being in the shower and worrying when Jerry is gonna make it upstairs. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and at the same time. Jim has found out through a series of investigations that, okay, it's Jerry Blake. That's who the killer is. Yeah. I need to get to, back to that house. And so Jim's on the way. But gets stopped by some nuns and some students. Um, you know. She really does take a shower for absolutely no reason. Yeah, she didn't have a hard day, right? Other than to see her naked. Because even if you mm-hmm. need her to be, like, distracted, she goes to her room and puts her headphones on. All the time. That's All the an time. easy way to solve it. There's no... Someone reason. on that set was just like, what if she got naked? Yeah. Like, we have to have tits. Super Listen, disturbing. it's 1980s. It's a horror movie. There's gotta be tits. Gotta be tits. Um, yeah, I hate that. Um, so, Jerry finally makes his way up. Oh, no. No, Jim shows up. That's Jim right. Jim shows up. Um... And, and immediately dies like a little and bitch. Biffs it so hard. I cannot yeah. tell you how disappointed I was. I was like, Jim, he's the hero. He got there. Yeah. Kill this motherfucker. Nope. Jim died immediately. Avenge your sister and your niece isn't it? Oh, oh, you're dead. And dead. Why Jim you're... didn't walk into that house with that gun out is beyond me. Why is it still in your pocket? Why, when he turned around and made eye contact with the person who murdered your sister and your nieces and nephews, did you not immediately go, bop, bop, bop? Yep, bop, bop, bop. All right. <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. I, I, I handled this. I handled yeah. This. The end. Mm-hmm. End of boot. But no. Just dies like a Jerry stabs him right bitch. in the gut. Twists that knife. Ooh. Jerry had to get so close to you to mm-hmm. be able to stab you why did you let him get that close to you exactly so jim dead jim is now dead jim useless mm-hmm. app turns out to be so useless i was so disappointed <laughs> i know it's tragic but jerry then goes upstairs to kill stephanie but she's now catman's brothers all over again. <laughs> <It's> a <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> what a waste ah, true that all that running around <laughs> to die as soon as you get there to it's die. exactly the same and then yeah. a guy breaks into a bathroom he does he, he does, does. exact same real throwback to the shining here fair enough yep this is stole you know what Stanley Kubrick estate should have sued yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so Jerry goes up there and Stephanie is walking down the hallway drying her hair and looks up 
can see this crazy motherfucker with a butcher knife with blood all over himself. She's like, yeah, that seems about right. Yep, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> and she sees dead Jim. Yep, and she sees dead Jim. So a chase ensues. Now, when she opened that closet door, did you guys think, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did not expect that to be the way you got to the attic. Yeah. Never would have thought. <laughs> never. You'll never find me in here. Never lived in a house where the attic is just up through the linen closet. You know what? That's a good idea because those things are unsightly. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But you'd have to be 102 pounds to be able to fucking get up there. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. It doesn't seem very easy to access. Yeah. And just... I know we're going off on a tangent right at the end of this movie, but how'd they get all that fucking stuff up there if that's the entrance way to the attic? Perhaps there's another one. Maybe so. Maybe it was a secondary. Maybe so, boy. Maybe. Because anyway. you're right. They had a oh. bunch of big shit <laughs> they up there. They did. It doesn't it seem like you could get that stuff. Yeah. Bunch of big shit. But I did like when Stephanie gets up there and Jerry pops his head up and she slides that sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that character. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> And then you see Jerry eat ass because he falls through the attic back into the bathroom. Yeah. And then, so what occurs after, I can't remember, does he break into the bathroom? Well, she stabs him. Yeah, he breaks into the bathroom. She stabs him with a mirror. Right. Yes. And then she runs up the linen closet. That's, yeah, that's, that's what occurs. Yes. She... And then he falls through the, the roof. Back the, into the bathroom. The ceiling. And then uh, we see that Susan is alive. She's at the bottom of the stairs. She sees Stephanie. And right before Jerry stabs Stephanie, Susan gets one shot in, right? Shoots him. Yeah. yeah. She finds homeboy Jim's gun. Mm-hmm. Useless Jim. She finds his gun. And yeah. she uses it. Yeah. Correct. Shoots him once. He kind of stumbles. And then she shoots him again. Right in that leg. Right in the leg. But Jerry is just like, I gotta keep killing. I, I will kill. Yeah, I've you, gotta keep going. Now I'm really disappointed. I am so disappointed. And then there's a, <laughs> there's a struggle to get up the stairs and get the knife. But our good friend Stephanie gets it before Jerry does. Stabs him right in that goddamn heart is what she does. Right in the heart. And yet somehow he's in part two. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a sequel. <laughs> He's been shot twice and stabbed right through the heart. Mm-hmm. And it yep. tumbles down the stairs and looks clearly dead. Looks yeah. awfully dead. Very awfully dead. dead. Um, Susan gives like a, ugh. Which, at that point, I think it's fair for Stephanie to be like, told you this was a bad idea. Uh, I fucking told you so, Ma. <laughs> this is why we don't bring strangers into the house. Mm-hmm. But poor Susan, she'll never trust another fucking human being until the day she dies. Good. Yeah. Maybe might be a good thing. learn. Yeah. Stephanie's like, I don't want to hear shit about anyone I date. Yeah. Just for future reference. And so help me God if you bring another man into this, <laughs> to our house. <laughs> you fucking psycho. Send me to boarding school. I never want to see you again. Yeah. This is rude to me. <laughs> but not so much because the next scene we see is uh, Stephanie is cutting down that goddamn birdhouse that Jerry built for him. Hell yeah. Cutting down Jerry's birdhouse. And it just falls to the ground and crushes the dog. <laughs> By the way, did you guys have 30 foot spikes with bird houses on top? Is that a normal thing that you had at your houses? I don't know what white people do. Um, <laughs> uh, Corey, no. text in. <laughs> How's your birdhouse? I was going to say, if anyone did. <laughs> I've never seen that before in my life. 
We didn't have yard ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> Blaine and I had dumpster fires in our yard. We cooked beans on cans. Cooked beans on cans. Yeah, we absolutely did not have birdhouses. I think my dad hated any animal in his I yard. Birds. Get out of here, goddammit. I don't want a fucking bird shitting on my car. Which I really feel like that is something my dad probably said. I mean, who does? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, who knows? I but mean, we they have bird down. feeders, but oh. they hang from those little metal spikes. Mm, that's They're true. Real mm. classy. We had a bat box. We did too. Yeah, that's... We had a bat box. Oh. Bird adjacent. We had some of those like yeah. hummingbird feeders. Hummingbirds are so sweet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're so sweet. My mom, so my mom, now that she's later in her life, um, has a ton of hummingbird feeders. And it's like... You ever get any bites, or uh, do you just kind of hang out? Your stepdad just out there drinking the sugar water. (laughs) (laughs) Could be. Could be. Straw. (laughs) What? Oh yeah, no birds here. (laughs) I haven't seen bird. Who am I here? Um, who am I? (laughs) Am I the hummingbird or am I? Anyway, so that's the end Marble of our and sugar. <laughs> anyway, so that's the end of the stepfather. That's it. Yeah. Oh, Happy Father's Day. Wrapped it up. Yeah. So why don't we just take a quick little break and then we'll come back and uh, make our scores. Okay. Be right back. And we're back. All right. Again, happy Father's Day, everybody. Um, so now we're going to give out some awards and do some scores. What do you say? I like it. All right. So first award. This dumb bitch. This dumb bitch. This is where we award the dumbest of bitches in this movie. So, Jill, I got to start with you. Who are you saying is this dumb bitch? I feel like the clear-cut dumb bitch in this movie is Susan. Amen, sister. Why did you bring this stranger into your home and make your daughter call him daddy? You asked for all of this. Mm. Again, Mm -mm -mm. he just leaks red flags. This man is a walking red flag. (laughs) Yes. Every second of every day, he is not good. Could not be worse. So, good job, Susan. Susan? You dumb bitch. Jill, that was also mine. I couldn't agree more. Uh, you made this happen. <laughs> Just because, And ladies, let this be a lesson to everyone. Just because some guy is nice to you, <laughs> you should not date them. Okay? Because they will turn out to be uh, Jordan Peterson. Now. Um, oh. <laughs> Jordan Peterson is the 2023 version of Jerry. So... <laughs> Blaine, what about you? I also had Susan, but as a runner-up, I had Jim. It, Jim was oh, a real yeah. dumb bitch you, at the end of this movie. He he entered this house without knocking. Like You You're know ready to the murder lives here. Mm-hmm. You know something's going on. And get the gun out. Walk in. Right away. Right away get that gun out. And you see Jerry standing there with that goddamn knife. What are you doing, asshole? Mm-mm-mm. Also, if you're that hard pressed to get the picture in the in the in the newspaper, take out an ad. You definitely could take out an ad. <laughs> you could do it. Have you seen this man? 
Or, you know, this is 1987. You could just go on television. <laughs> you know, maybe I'm crazy. I think but... a lot of people would have that story. <laughs> yeah. A lot Hell of people. Hell yeah, get that guy on. Your yeah. whole, your family was brutally murdered? Mm-hmm. And they never found the killer? And aren't trying to? Tune like, in. Oh, yeah. man. Big, yeah. big news. Um, so, yeah. All right. Well. We got this dumb bitch out of the way. Let's jump over to Creep Show. Mm-hmm. Blaine, what was your Creep Show for Ooh, this Oh, well, we already mentioned it. It was the Who Am I Here quote. So fucking scary. And absent <laughs> face as that's going on. Yeah. That was genuinely creepy. Yeah. And yes. delivered so well by Mr. O'Quinn. He does a great job in this, I gotta say. <laughs> He's good. Yeah, I give him a lot of credit. Uh, but yeah, that was creepy as fuck. Yeah. Super creepy. Jill, what about you? I think we all have that answer. Yeah. It's, it's a moment. That was that was definitely my answer. It's a shock to the system in a movie that's a continuous shock to the system. It's, yeah. it's like, fuck. Molly, you in danger, girl. Like, get out of there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I mean, if we're going to do it just as a whole, uh, it's got to be Jerry. I mean, Jerry's the creepiest. Yeah, on the whole. I mean, really, you could pick any scene Jerry's in, and he is an absolute creep show. I mean... That one was the one, though. That oh, just, like, that's the one. Said, oh, no, I definitely... Get... Even his, like, rants in the basement, I was like, ugh, what a fucking baby. Yeah. Fucking emotional man-child. Right. But then when he goes, who am I here? Yeah. Who am I? Oh, he's oh. gone. I was yeah. like, oh, He's no, full-blown. No, 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 oh. No, no. Killing mode. He's Here's... crossed over. Yeah. Oh, no. It's a great scene. Um, all right. So now we come to... This made the final cut? Uh, I'll start this one. Start it. And I gotta tell you. I think I know. I mean, I hope we all have it. Why? Stephanie's nude scene. Why is she naked? Why does she have to be naked in this movie? <laughs> it's so dumb. Such a throwaway. So pointless. And the fact that they were playing that she's 16. Yeah, that's even grosser. Yeah. It, we could have taken that whole I don't scene know out. If, uh, it got me thinking, like, in other slashers, like, uh, a set of tits is commonplace. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. a, a calling card of a slasher. But I'm trying to think, like, what age are some of these people that I mean, are naked? it's usually nondescript. They're like, oh, college kids. It's right. Usually, But like... it's never like, mm-hmm. they don't explicitly, oh, this is a 16-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. But don't forget, guys, she's 16. Yeah. It's usually like a camp counselor, which could be any age. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, the 80s were keen time of... Yeah, she's sick. Yeah, and it was mostly Leanna Quigley. <laughs> Just about every damn movie. All of them <laughs> were her tits. Yep. Um, and that's the thing is, like, often when it is supposed to be a teenager, it's like a stalker channing teenager. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, where you look at them and and you're like, oh, that's a 30 year old person. Yeah. yeah. Nan. So you don't feel some type of way, but this girl, you're like, uh. She could be. Like, oh, she's young. Yeah, regardless. she's young for sure. She was twenty four, so legal to her. see, but legal to see. Gross. <laughs> Blaine went on a real tangent defending why thirty three and twenty four is not a creepy age difference. By the way, hmm. Thirty three and twenty four. I mean, if you look at Billy Joel and his wife, I guess it's not as weird as that. <laughs> Um, but I mean, yeah, I guess a 33 year old could date a 24 year old respectively. It's not a great look. No, it's not a great look. 
And I don't know. For me at 24 and me at 33 are two totally different people. I mean, like, yeah. You know what it's I mean? A lot of growth. Yeah. A lot of growth lot of between those years. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That'd probably be kind of weird. Is it the exact same distance that my parents are? Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it was so, a different time. Whole different time, <laughs> Jill. Um, that's my that's my mother's favorite um, it was saying. A different time. It was a different time. It was a different time. It, it feels weird, no matter what she says it about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, something <laughs> fucked up's gonna follow that. Or yeah. Immediately or preceded, preceded that. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was a different time. <laughs> it was just a different time, Andrew. Yeah. So we uh, murdered our neighbor, but you know, it's a different time. Um, so yeah, uh, I think we can all agree that that was mine. That yeah. was an unnecessary scene. That was mine. And just to do it for the sake of, well, people come to horror movies to see tits. They were like, like they, they had like a checklist. Like, you got, <laughs> yeah, we got a knife. Check. Fear mm-hmm. of an animal getting killed. Check. Slasher. Check. Um, uh, tits. Do we have tits yet? Well, get oh. Stephanie. Get the sixteen-year-old naked. Let's right. do that. That'll work. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Gross. Jill, didn't was that it? yours? Yeah. Okay. All right. Tits all around. All right. Well, Blaine, do you want to go over the scoring categories? I do. Wonderful. As we always do with our horror movies. Great job. Thank you. Great job. On I'm Father's so Day. self-conscious about saying horror now. Horror. Uh, <laughs> We we do our scare factor, our suspense scale, our plot slash characters, acting, and entertainment value. So, just to start it off with our scare factor, Jill, how scary did you find the stepfather? I'm gonna give the stepfather a one. Okay. Oh, okay. I was not like there was that one moment of this movie where I was like, ooh, and it's the who am I here? Mm-hmm. The rest of the movie was not super scary for me. Wow, so you're putting this up to you. Leprechaun and Serial Mom. Serial Mom, April Fool. And April Fool's Day. Okay. All right. They, they haven't been. I mean, we haven't I, been. We, no argument. Our, They're our, not the scariest movies. Our movie. murderer's row of no, scaries. No. Um What about you, Andrew? I'll probably go with a I'll go with a two. I, I mean, I think it's scary. The concept might be scarier than anything we've watched so far. The Leprechaun is just pure fucking fun. Um, Fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, don't, I don't know. The concept of this movie has always been super, super creepy. So I'll give it a two. I also gave it a two. Mm-hmm. He's just so creepy. Yeah. Throughout. He, he delivers on creep. Yeah. He does. He's creepy, but overall, the movie's not. You know what? I actually gave it a one. I oh. take that back. Oh, well, back okay. to one for Blaine. <laughs> uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you why in like half a second. Okay. Because it's, we'll just go to it. Our next category is suspense. Okay. This was more suspenseful for me mm-hmm. than scary. Because we knew he was a murderer at the beginning. It was just like, yep. what is he going to do? When's he going to do it? Right. Uh, so I gave it a three. For suspense. I like that. Mm-hmm. How about you, Andrew? I also gave it a three. I Again, I I love the construction of this movie. Just, you know it right away. You're just waiting for the clock to stop on Jerry. So, right. three for me. I'm going to 
give this movie a two for suspense. All right. I don't feel like he lost his shit often enough. I feel like there could have been some more therapist type moments sprinkled in. Mm, or like him killing a dog somewhere. Jesus, not a dog. <laughs> Jesus, well, I know. just she's like, talking about that little girl. She wants yeah. to die. Yeah, not, not a dog. I mean, and like just talking about like more people getting in his way. I agree. Okay, more little like hints of like, oh, he's gonna break. Yeah, and the shitty part about where these movies take a downward spiral right after this one is they are like. Somebody said, well, we'll just make this a slasher type movie. And in, like in the second and third one, it just becomes full-blown slasher. And it doesn't work as well. Like, mm. there is something about how you're waiting for him to lose it on someone that works for this movie that does not work in the second or third one. And he's trying to keep it together. Yeah, he's actually yeah. trying to make things work. So, yeah. So, in a true slasher, they're not trying to. They're just there for one purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. Okay. Did we all give our scores? <laughs> I, I believe so. Okay, there we go. Three, three, and a two. Uh, that takes us next to our plot slash characters. Mm-hmm. It's a combined category. Andrew, you've already mentioned that you feel pretty good about the plot. Yeah, I, I think the plot's not bad. I mean, I don't know if our characters are the most developed or interesting necessarily, but... Plot alone, I have to give it a three. All right. You know, I uh, I agree. The, I mean, the plot's simple, but... Mm-hmm. Effective in a way. He's yeah. good as a character. You know, I like the therapist. Yep. Mm-hmm. He was a good character. Yeah. Um, I should say that Jerry, number one, as far as character goes, uh, and the therapist was fine, but, you know... Everybody else kind of dull. Yeah, so I gave it a two. Okay. Jill? I'm going to give this movie a three for plot slash characters. It is a fun plot. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Jerry's a great character. I like Stephanie. I think Stephanie's a good character. I like her. I love that she's suspicious right from the jump. She needs to be. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) And you know what? For like a a quote-unquote final girl, she's Mm -hmm. not all prim and proper. She's kind of... She doesn't fuck around. Yeah. She will beat your ass in the art room. She will drown you in some watercolors. She's having a tough time. She's not afraid to let you know it. Mm -hmm. I like it about her. Awesome. All right. Well, acting, our next category. Um, Not super important for these kinds of movies. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I will say, Tara Quinn did a a phenomenal job. Yeah. Uh, The rest, a, a little meh for me. Yeah. Um, that being said, I gave it overall a two. Wow. Okay. Jill? I agree with the two. I don't think that he was enough to quite carry everyone else into a higher score. Yeah, this was, this was his movie. Mm-hmm. I went a little different. No way. <laughs> I'm a little different <laughs> than you guys. But mine is Ontario Quinn alone and his performance. I gave it a four. Wow. I mean, he's he sells me. I mean, he can do that weird fucking family shit, and then when he turns, it just works. He makes that work so just, well. It just so, works for you. Give it a four. Now, would you say his performance in this is 
better than Kathleen Turner's in Serial Mom? Can't say that. I won't say that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Because you said she should have got an Oscar nomination. I said... And you'll stand by it. I'll stand by it. She's good. She's I loved good. her in that. It. I mean, listen. Even if they said, hey, you gave something that you've never done before and it was wild, here's a nomination. Yeah, yeah. just take it. Now, I don't know who was nominated for Best Actor in 1987. I feel William Hurt might have been. <laughs> For, safe kiss, guess. for Kiss of the Spider Woman. I feel like he won that year for that movie. But I to say Terry O'Quinn might have been the best actor that year, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to take a look at it. It's not we'll look out it. there. Yeah. All right. Well, that takes us to our last category, which is entertainment value, mm-hmm. which is you know what we're looking for in these types of movies. Absolutely. So I'm going to start it off. And while I dis- did enjoy Mr. O'Quinn, so it was not my favorite movie. Yeah. It was it was decent. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it a two. I'm Go giving two. it a two. Okay. Uh, Jill. I'm also going to give this movie a two. Because I was definitely entertained. Mm-hmm. But I don't really feel the need to watch it again. And entertainment value to me really boils down to... How many times could I watch this? The rewatch. And you mentioned that it could use more killing. Yeah. For you. For in me. Particular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're a, you're, a, you're a traditional slasher girl. I'm, I'm a fan of the slasher. Well, and while I wouldn't want to see it turned into a full-blown slasher. They've been like doing some fucked up shit. Clandestine. Yeah. 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 Um, for me, I give it a three, but I understand it to you. I right. get it. Um, I think this is a good once around type of movie. I don't, you know, I don't know if anybody ever needs to go back and rewatch Stepfather, but, uh, for what it is, it, it kind of has the April Fool's Day effect. You gotta see it once. Yeah. Yeah. So missed moment for me where I think we could have picked up that other kill when he interrupts Stephanie and her boyfriend kissing right before that, the boyfriend's like, Oh, there's the Miller's dog barking. And then. After that situation, Jerry walks off into the darkness. He should have killed the Miller's dog. Should have killed the Miller's dog. Oh, and that would have been like, God damn it. A dog died. Jerry, you monster. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Well, anyways, that wraps up our awards and scores. Yeah. That's another holiday of horrors in the books. Father's Day has come and gone. Happy Father's Day to all you people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can I also just say? Yes. When I was watching the movie this time, it it hit me. I was like, I guarantee someone from the Lifetime Network saw this movie and said, we need to make a movie every week with this tone. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to do that till the For end sure. of time. Did they come <laughs> out before The Hand That Rocks the Cradle? Because these two movies is what like Lifetime based the rest of their movies on. Agreed. And it came out before. Except so. for around Christmas time from uh, <laughs> October or November 1. You're thinking of the Hallmark Channel, oh, not the Lifetime. Yeah, Hallmark has made their money with. uh, (laughs) You're right. The Christmas movie. Lifetime is all about teen pregnancies and killer stepfathers. Oh (laughs) yeah, I got them mixed up. And uh, what's her face from Full House has made it very clear that these are family friendly movies. Um, Candace Cameron Bure. Fuck her. I heard her daughter was on the uh, the rowing team. 
Nope. <laughs> Big Brother? Is that a different person? Yeah. That's yeah. Lori Laughlin's daughter. Yeah, that's Lori Laughlin. Um, she also Full House? Yeah. Yes. Uncle Jesse's girlfriend. Okay. And you would well, think small world. <laughs> that she... you. Oh, never mind. I just remember who she was married to. Uh, that's why she had money enough to pay off the college. Yeah. <laughs> Target t-shirt guy, right? Yep, Target t-shirt. Mr. Massimo <laughs> himself. Massimo. Mm-hmm. Massimo. Yep, she married into the Massimo fortune. <laughs> How could we forget? Oh. Yeah, so Lori Laughlin fuck her too. Um, by the way, we got to talk about Felicity Huffman got all the shit for that situation. William H. Macy untouched by that. It was as if we forgot that that's their daughter and they are still married. Hey, you know what? it's Father's Day. I sure did. Yeah. So William H. Macy made out like a bandit from that cancellation. So. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Again, white men, punch, punching cup. (laughs) That's right. Can't keep us down. Yep. Uh, Well, that's it, guys. Yeah, that's it for Father's Day. Father's Day. We'll check back in uh, whenever we can find our next horror movie to talk. (laughs) We'll check our calendars and see what the next... uh... Oh, I just checked my calendar, Blaine. I realize it's going to be July 4th. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Independence <laughs> Day. Yep. Uh, yeah, that won't be the movie we're doing. That. That's just the name of the holiday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll find a <laughs> a proper July 4th movie for that holiday of horror. I'm sure there's some out there. 100%. All, All right. right. Send us an email if you got a suggestion. Yeah. Uh, you can find our email address on our, pro- our description. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway. Oh, all right. Well, let's wrap it up. Um, yeah. As always, this has been Judgment. Judgment.